Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Dropout Report from Jedi Dropouts Productions. I am your host Ryan Taylor and it is good to be back. Uh, I know it's been a while. Uh, I'm sure anyone listening uh, gets all of their news from us. Uh, I can't imagine any other source you would use for your news. And I know it, you've, you've had well over a month without any news, so I'm here to catch you up. Uh, I've got a lot to talk about here today. Uh, just so you don't have this big blank space of, of newsless time in, in your, your memory here, uh, I'm going to run through just about everything. Uh, was away a while, got hitched, uh, loving life, and uh, it is good to be back. Uh, so, let's hop right into it, and I'm going to start off with the depressing note, because i got to get it out of the way. Uh, starting off with some Marvel news here. Unfortunately, uh, Steve Ditko, uh, acclaimed writer and artist with Marvel Comics, uh, passed away back on June 29th at the age of 90. Uh, Steve Ditko, of course, best known for being the co-creator of the characters Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Uh, absolute legend co-created those along with Stan Lee. I mean, everyone knows Stan Lee. Um, but, I mean, he lived to the ripe old age of 90. He, he had a good run. Uh, all the same, very sad to see a legend go. Um, R.I.P. Steve Ditko. From here at uh, from us here at Jedi Dropouts Productions, and uh, one more, not 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 sad in that way, but um, sort of strange and serious. Um, James Gunn was fired by Disney from the uh, from directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. James Gunn, of course, best known for the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, an amazing filmmaker. Uh, he fired after after some some kind of disgusting tweets resurfaced from about ten years ago. Um, there's a lot of sides to this. There's a lot of opinions be- based on on the circumstances. Uh, we're not gonna get into it too much. I don't, I don't want to play the sides game. We don't want to get into politics here. Uh, all we're going to say is, is from us here at Jedi Dropouts that James Gunn is a hell of a filmmaker. Uh, going to be hard to replace. And re- I just I really hope things do work out there in some way. Um, that being said, the, the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, wrote a sort of letter of petition asking for him to be brought back. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out exactly, or if they're just going to replace him with someone. Anyway, all the serious stuff out of the way, let's get into all the fun geek news. Um, Continuing on with the Marvel here, because there's a lot of Marvel to unpack. Um, In typical Tom Holland fashion, I mean, we knew it was going to happen eventually. The guy is terrible with secrets. He was going to leak something. And, of course, he leaked the uh, title to the upcoming Spider-Man sequel. Um, he was 
uh, reading the script on, I believe, an iPad or, or a tablet of some sort, and he uploaded a Snapchat in which he faced the screen like of, of it towards the camera, and of course you could see the title card, Spider-Man Far From Home, which was later confirmed by Marvel uh, Kevin Feige. So that is our, our uh, title we're getting for the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, F- Spider-Man Far From Home, which sounds interesting, uh, along with the fact we know Mysterio is going to be in it. I don't know if this is going to be taking Spider-Man out of the New York setting. Who knows? I mean, the kid's already gone to space, as we saw in Infinity War. Uh, Gonna be interesting to see where they go with that. Marvel has announced that they are in early development of a film based on The Eternals, which is kind of left field. I I never expected to see an Eternals film. Uh, For those that don't know, The Eternals were created millions of years ago by the Celestials from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, ties directly into Thanos and Guardians of the Galaxy and all the the more space-oriented stuff that Marvel's been doing in their movies. So it makes sense. It's just, um, again, left field, but I mean, so was Guardians. Nobody expected that to work, and boy, did it ever. Uh, let me see. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the upcoming animated Spider-Man film coming out the, this December has released its entire cast, and holy shit, this is insane. Not just because of the actors in in the movie, but because of the characters they're using. So, okay, we've known for a while, and we've talked about it uh, a couple times now on the show. Uh, Shamik Moore will be voicing Miles Morales. Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta, which I love him, uh, will be voicing Jefferson Davis, which uh, is Miles' father. Uh, Mahershala Ali, uh, best known as Cottonmouth from Luke Cage, and he also was in Moonlight, the uh, Best Picture winner. Uh, he's going to be voicing Aaron Davis. Um, it's the same character that Donald Glover played in Spider-Man, and we knew that Liev Schreiber was in the movie somewhere. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, so they released the full cast. Haley Steinfeld is going to be in this voicing Gwen Stacy. That That's a perfect fit. Lily Tomlin, um, <laughs> acclaimed actor, will be voicing Aunt May. Makes perfect sense. Jake Johnson, very funny guy, will be voicing Peter Parker. And this is where it gets crazy. Liev Schreiber will be voicing Kingpin. I guess is going to be the main villain here. Uh... <laughs> I don't know which of these is crazier, but Nicolas Cage is voicing Spider-Man Noir. Uh, I no, don't know what to say about that at all. And lastly, John Mulaney, uh, the great stand-up comedian, is voicing Spider-Ham. They're putting fucking Spider-Ham in this movie? I don't know about you, but I, I grew up on Spider-Ham comics. I probably read more Spider-Ham comics gr- growing up than Spider-Man comics. Um... It's going to be fucking insane. I'm so excited for this movie. Uh, I don't know if there's any more cast to reveal here. If there's any more villains. I don't care. This is more than enough for me. But um, yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, Speaking of Spider-Man. Venom uh, has revealed the villain of the upcoming... Sorry. Venom didn't reveal. Tom Hardy 
uh, Riz Ahmed and director uh, Todd Phillips uh, revealed the villain for the upcoming Venom film. Uh, it will be a character called Riot. That is the second symbiote, the symbiote that you see in the trailer. Uh, that is Riz Ahmed's character. Riz Ahmed, of course, best known uh, for Rogue One. Um, and there's a rumor, and we don't know how substantial this rumor is yet, but I, I've got a pretty good track record with these rumors, uh, that there will be a cameo of some sort uh, featuring Carnage, who apparently, according to the rumor, will be played by Woody Harrelson. And that is not a casting I ever would have dreamed up but I see it working. Woody Harrelson uh, can definitely play absolute lunatic. And I don't know, it makes sense to me. I mean, I could see Woody Harrelson, Tom Hardy squaring off here. I could see that working. So we'll see. We'll see if there's any truth to that. Uh, the Black Widow film has not only been confirmed to be in development... But they have announced the director. So this is happening. A Black Black Widow solo film is happening. Um, being directed by Kate Shortland, who is an Australian filmmaker I don't know at all. Uh, she's directed the films Lore, Berlin Syndrome, and Somersault. If you happen to be familiar with any of those. But they are going to the direction of a female uh, director again, which is great. Uh, worked out. Fantastic for Wonder Woman, having the female vision behind a female superhero makes sense. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, speaking of female superheroes, Captain Marvel. Um, the movie's coming out next year, and they announced something really cool. Something that struck me as just fucking real cool. So Samuel L. Jackson and Clark Gregg, of course, will be appearing in the movie as Nick Fury and Agent Coulson. Um... But the thing is, that movie takes place in the 90s. So they have announced the de-aging uh, technology that they used on, say, Robert Downey Jr. in the opening of Civil War. Samuel Jackson and Clark Gregg are going to be de-aged 25 years younger for the entire movie. That's fucking insane. And, like, I've, I mean, you've seen the technology. It looks phenomenal. In Civil War, Robert Downey Jr. looked as young as he did in, in some of the um, comedic movies he did back in, say, the 80s. Like, it looks amazing, and uh, I'm excited for that. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be cool to see young Jurassic Park diehard era Samuel L. Jackson again. Um, so yeah, that that's uh, I really like the sound of that. I really do. That movie is probably going to be cool as shit. Um, Iron Fist uh, has is getting a second season, getting a second season much sooner than expected. It's releasing September seventh. It's only a couple months away. Um, they released a short teaser, and the coolest thing about it is you, if you look carefully, Danny's wearing the mask. He's wearing that that yellow classic Iron Fist mask, so I guess they're actually listening and giving us the Iron Fist costume we asked for. Fucking finally. Um, 
if you happen to see Luke Cage season two, they did some cool shit with Iron Fist. I think they're finally getting the hang of what they're supposed to be doing with this character. But more on that in the upcoming episode of Jedi Dropouts. Uh, last bit of Marvel news. I swear I have news other than Marvel news. I will get around to it. Uh, Joss Whedon. Now this is interesting. Joss Whedon has come out and admitted he had absolutely no idea what to do with Thanos. Even though he's the one who set up the Thanos tease at the end of the Avengers, he's the one that introduced the character. He did not have any plans. Which is interesting on a lot of levels. And I know a lot of people have sort of lamented that Joss Whedon had to leave. and But I mean, I don't really think he would have done as well as the Russos have at all. Considering he really didn't have a plan, he didn't have anything in mind of what to do. And the Russos have done so, so well. So, that's the Marvel news. And obviously, I'm going to have to follow that with the DC news. Which normally is disappointing, but DC are actually in a pretty good place right now. Um, To start off with, the Watchmen TV series has rounded out their full cast. Which is interesting because we don't know any of the characters. Um, we have no idea if this is taking place during the classic graphic novel, if it's beforehand, if it's afterwards. We don't know anything. We don't know which characters are going to be in this. Uh, all we know are, are actors and that it's going to be a TV series on HBO. Um, so. Uh, we have Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, who is notable because he is also the guy playing Black Manta in Aquaman. Uh, I best know him as Cadillac in The Get Down, the Netflix series. He's a great actor. Uh, we have the great Jeremy Irons, a.k.a. Alfred from the current DC movies, as well as Scar from The Lion King. Tim Blake Nelson, who played Samuel Stearns in The Hulk, among many other things. Fantastic actor. And fucking Don Johnson from Miami Vice. Like, there are a lot more actors than that, but those four are probably the most well-known that I could find in the cast. There's a lot of different actors here. Um, but, again, we're not, we don't know who they're playing, so this is a big question mark. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do here. Um... DC has announced their slate of animated films for 2019. Uh, Usually they do three a year. This time they're going with four. And one in particular sounds very exciting. Um, So they're doing, first off, Reign of the Superman. Which, okay, sure. Um, Not the biggest Superman fan, but whatever. Uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Could be interesting. The, the very exciting Batman Hush. Hush is getting an, the animated treatment. And oh, that's going to be good. And lastly, Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Wonder Woman definitely deserves another solo animated film. It's been too long. Uh, really cool slate for next year. Now, let's talk about that uh, Joker solo movie. 
I just realized I made a mistake. Uh, Todd Phillips is not the director of the Venom solo movie that I claimed earlier. That would be Ruben Fleischer is the name of that director. Ruben Fleischer, uh, best known for, let me see, 30 Minutes or Less, Zombieland, I believe was him. I think there's another one. Uh, I got it mixed up. Todd Phillips is the director of the upcoming Joker movie. Todd Phillips, best known for the Hangover trilogy. Just to clarify. Okay. So, the Joker movie has is going ahead. And this is the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Not Jared Leto at all. So, this is the rumored origin story that they were working on. Uh, Martin Scorsese was briefly rumored, but Todd Phillips is going to be directing it. Uh... This is apparently coming out October 4th of next year. So that's not far away at all. Um, a lot of rumored cast here. And this is where it gets interesting. So we're looking at a Joker movie. Joker origin story here starring Joaquin Phoenix. And the rumors are Francis Conroy, who's best known for pretty much every season of American Horror Story. As well as the uh, new Stephen King series, Castle Rock. Uh, Zazie Beats uh, from Atlanta as well as Deadpool 2 and lastly Robert De Niro I mean the fucking legend himself Robert De Niro might be in this movie so who fucking knows what this is going to turn into to be completely honest um, between the Shazam trailer uh, Wonder Woman getting a sequel even the the Aquaman trailer, like I feel like things are maybe looking up for these DC movies, and this Joker movie could add to that. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, in the way of TV shows, it has been announced that there will be a Batwoman TV series uh, featuring Kate Kane, aka Batwoman. Uh, she's first going to debut in the CW crossover that they do every winter. And then that's going to move into her own series on the CW. So, that should be interesting. Uh, speaking of female DC heroes, the Birds of Prey movie is going ahead featuring Harley Quinn. And apparently, apparently this is the rumored cast. Uh, not Sorry, not, not cast of actors, but the cast of heroes to be featured in Birds of Prey. Uh, Harley Quinn, Black Canary Huntress... Cassandra Kane and Renee Montoya. Um, there is also a rumor that a Batman villain will be the main villain, and it will be a Batman villain that has never been used in a movie before. Which, I mean, if you go back through those Batman movies, if I don't know if they're saying hasn't been in the current DC universe, or if it hasn't been in a movie at all. Because if not, I mean, that cuts out. Ooh, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, uh, like all the ones I would think there. I don't know if they're going female or male here. Um, unless that's where they're going to introduce Deathstroke. Because technically, that doesn't, you know, it's, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, lastly, apparently, DC never actually confirmed or used the term DCEU, the DC Extended Universe, which is what we've been calling it for years, um, that's not that's that's a completely fabricated term that they don't even use. So apparently, the actual 
term or the name title for the DC movie universe is Worlds of DC. So now we know. Worlds of DC it is. Okay, moving on from DC, the world of Batman, onto the world of Fatman. Kevin Smith. We got a couple of pieces of news here from Kevin Smith. Uh, first one is more speculative, second one is a little more concrete. Um, so Kevin Smith tweeted out about a new project that may be in the works, something he pitched, uh, a writing gig. But he teased that it is a massive IP and may happen next year. And if it goes ahead, it is going to be the biggest budget project he's ever worked on. So everyone is is speculating and trying to figure out what this is. And I, I have no idea. Like, my best guess is maybe he's going to do a writing gig on... Uh, on that John Favreau Star Wars live action series, something like that. I don't know. Like it's really hard to say what that would be. So I'm interested. Um, that dude definitely deserves that kind of gig. And in the more concrete, uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is going to be shooting this fall. The plot of the movie has been announced, and it makes perfect sense. It's exactly the same as the first one, really, and it's. A play on how everything is rebooted and and remade, and so the first Jane's uh, Bluntman and Chronic movie is being remade. So Jane and Silent Bob again go to try and stop it, which makes perfect sense. It's gonna be so fucking funny. Uh, also announced is that Grant Gustin, Tom Cavanaugh, and Carlos Valdez of The Flash are all gonna appear in the movie. Alongside, you know, all the the uh, usual suspects. So I'm excited. I'm excited for Kevin Smith to have more projects. I mean, I love his podcast and everything, but it's great to see him back in into movies as well. Okay, let's see what else do we have here. We've got a couple odds and ends to get to here. Uh, there has been a rumor going around, and it's it's kind of all over the place that Patrick Stewart might return as Jean-Luc Picard uh, in Star Trek. Whether that means in a movie, whether it's in a new Star Trek show starring him, or if it's some sort of appearance in Star Trek Discovery, we don't know yet, but it looks possible that Patrick Stewart will return as Picard in some way. So, that could be exciting. I mean... I was I was never I never watched that much uh, Next Generation, but uh, I mean Patrick Stewart is just phenomenal. My personal favorite filmmaker Edgar Wright, uh, his next film has been announced, although it's not what you'd expect. Uh, of course, Edgar Wright, best known for Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim, uh, Hot Fuzz, that sort of thing. His next movie is going to be a feature-length documentary about a band called Sparks. So I I have no I have no idea. I mean, if Edgar Wright makes it, I will watch it. There is no question about that. I'm not much of a documentary guy. I don't know this band, but fuck it, I'll watch it. Actor Andrew Lincoln will be leaving The Walking Dead at the end of season nine, uh, which is it's gonna be hard for them to pick up from that. 
Rick Grimes being the series protagonist for nine seasons and the main character of the comic series as well. Um, it's confirmed he is leaving, so it's going to be... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get by without Rick Grimes. I really don't know. Uh, also in the world of TV, why The Last Man cast has been revealed. Uh, this series is coming from FX. This TV series based on a 60-issue comic book series by Brian K. Vaughn. Now, I haven't got around to reading this yet. It is high on my list of comics to read, but Brian K. Vaughn is phenomenal. He's maybe my favorite comic book writer. Uh, best known for Runaways, Paper Girls, Saga. Like, this guy can write fucking comics. Uh, series is about every man on Earth suddenly dying except for one. Which sounds like maybe the worst porno ever. But uh, it's more so about why, what is the... Uh, What's the scientific reason behind this? Like, what is like, the last guy, the last man? Uh, his name is Yorick, and he's trying to get to the bottom of it. They're trying to, uh, trying to survive in a world like this. Which uh, it's I have no idea where the series goes. I don't know, but apparently it is amazing, and uh, like it sounds. Like that, that setup sounds like it has the potential to be maybe offensive, but I know that Brian K. Vaughn will do it right because this guy does characters well. He does, uh, he does gender well. Paper Girls is amazing, and so is Saga. Um, anyway, the cast has been announced. Barry Keegan Cogan, I don't know how to pronounce his name, uh, played one of the main characters in Dunkirk. He's going to be there. Diane Lane. Best known as one of the Marthas from Batman v Superman. Uh, Imogen Poots from Green Room. She's going to be in there. Uh, I'll be watching it. FX does great TV. so uh, Let's see. The Spawn movie that is upcoming. Uh, Jeremy Renner is going to be appearing in this as uh, Twitch. Which, I mean, that's that seems like a good fit to me. Uh, Jeremy Renner does good work. And... Uh, Sam and Twitch were always characters that I felt needed a little more screen time in the original that they did. And would you look at that? Uh, some news just broke here uh, during a recording. It's not really news, it's more of a rumor, but uh, Rob Liefeld, um, classic comic book writer and Deadpool co-creator, may have just revealed the villain for Deadpool 3, or the X-Force movie. Um, he was asked directly on Twitter if Strife would show up in the next one, and his answer was, well, do you really hire Josh Brolin if you don't want him to play both roles? Uh, so, it's possible. Uh, Strife being Cable's genetic clone and a fucking huge villain for X-Force. Um, so that's pretty fucking cool. Let's see if that happens. Uh, let's see. We've got um, a live-action Gundam movie has been announced to be in production over at Legendary Pictures. 
uh, is going to be set in the Universal Century, which is the timeline of the original series, if I'm getting that information correctly. Uh, I can't think of anyone who could pull off a Gundam movie, a Gundam live-action movie, like Legendary could possibly do it. Like, this is a very iffy one for me, and for a lot of people, just because of how many times anime has been fucked up when done as a live-action movie. But Legendary are the guys behind Kong and Godzilla and Pacific Rim and Jurassic World and Skyscraper and every other movie being made today with anything large in it. So that makes the most sense, but you still gotta, like, uh, still gonna be a little skeptical until I see it happen well. Okay, let's see, got a little bit of Netflix news here. Um,. Lock and Key has officially been picked up for a 10-episode season at Netflix. And this is so exciting to me because Lock and Key has been... Ever since before I started reading Lock and Key, it has been in the works to be adapted. Uh, It is a comic series from IDW written by Joe Hill. Joe Hill, an amazing horror writer and also Stephen King's son and... Boy, did he fucking get some of his talent from his dad. Because, like, this guy can fucking write. Lock and Key is about uh, a family. Like, I'm just going to... I'm not going to get too deep into it. But basically, it's a magic fantasy horror. Like, uh, this family moves into this big mansion. And there are all these keys that unlock different doors. But unlocking the door and walking through it grants you a different power. Um... It's really fucking cool. Very, very interesting concept. Um, So, that's fucking awesome. It's finally happening. Uh, Netflix, uh, as I I reported fucking last year sometime, that Netflix purchased Miller World from Mark Miller, uh, the first shows and movies have been announced. Uh, We'll not get into the descriptions because there's too many and who knows. But they are making uh, TV shows called Jupiter's Legacy and American Jesus, which I believe are based on existing comics. And also making films Empress, Huck, and Sharky the Bounty Hunter. Uh, Mark Miller just is just so good all the time. He is the creator of Wanted, Kick-Ass, and Kingsman. And in terms of Marvel... He created uh, Civil War, Old Man Logan, and The Ultimates. And if you don't know The Ultimates, The Ultimates comic series was basically what they based the MCU on in terms of the versions of of the characters that they used. Uh, So he is maybe the most modern, influential comic book writer there is. He's fucking huge. He should be a household name. So, this is awesome. I, I love that Netflix are just giving him free reign to create random shit. Uh, because when this guy is let loose, he's at his best. Kingsman is maybe one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, let's see. Netflix uh, has announced that Altered Carbon, a uh, sci-fi TV series, is getting a season two. It has been renewed. Although they're going with a totally different cast. The first season starred Joel Kinnaman. And season two is going to be starring Anthony Mackie. Uh, best known as Falcon in the MCU. Um, 
I haven't got around to watching Altered Carbon yet, but I've heard really good things, so this is cool. I'm, I'm going to have to go check it out now. And lastly, Netflix made a huge move here. They purchased the upcoming movie Mowgli. Mowgli? Mowgli? I don't know. The Jungle Book movie that Andy Serkis is making. Um, and I know I know what you're saying. I know a lot of you are saying, like, why are they making another Jungle Book movie? They just made one. But what happened, uh, I want to say like five, six years ago, is the original Rudyard Kipling novel... Um, I forget how the timeline works, but the copyright on it expired because it's such an old book. So, no, they're not exactly remaking the Disney um, movies. I mean, the, the the other one did because it was made by Disney, but uh, they are adapting the novel. So it's free reign. Any the, there is no there's no buying the rights to it anymore. It, it is just anyone can make it. I mean, I could go make a Jungle Book movie if I really fucking wanted to because there's no copyright anymore. Uh, so Andy Serkis is making it himself, and he's doing all the motion capture and shit. I mean, Andy Serkis is the master of motion capture. If you really need me to explain who that is, I mean, he's fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings. He's he's Caesar from the Planet of the Apes trilogy, uh, fucking Snoke from Star Wars. So, this movie was set to release this fall, and the cast, I'm not going to get into the whole cast, but Andy Serkis himself, is, it was uh, Baloo, Benedict Cumberbatch as Shere Khan, Christian Bale as Bajira, uh, and Andy Serkis himself is directing the movie. Uh, it was about to come out in, like, a couple months and Netflix made a huge move purchase it and now it is a Netflix exclusive movie and it's going to be released in 2019 instead and that's big it's big that Netflix um, I mean they've already been making huge moves in terms of exclusive content but now that they're purchasing Hollywood made films like that's it's getting big it's getting uh, it's getting interesting is what it is uh, and now speaking of reboots and remakes, a lot of people are not on board with stuff getting constantly rebooted and remade and, and getting sequels, and I disagree, I'm totally on board for it, because even if, even if some if something gets rebooted fucking like a dozen times and one of those movies is good, then hey! There's a good movie. That's a good movie that was not there before. So, fuck it. Just don't watch the other ones. That's my take on it. What I'm getting at here is a slew of stuff is being rebooted and remade. And the <laughs> over the last month, the news has just racked up. So I have a, a big list of shit that's getting made. And I'm about to go through it. So, sit back. Uh, I don't know. Maybe get grumpy if that's what you feel like doing. But... It's happening. You can't do anything about it. Uh, first up, they're making another Home Alone. Kind of. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has announced he's making a movie called Stoned Alone, which is like Home Alone except with an adult stoner instead of a kid. Um, apparently, the main character misses plane for his holiday ski trip, decides to get high, and then here's thieves break in, whether they're there or not, I don't know, uh, and tries to ward them off. 
It makes sense. I mean, that it, it could be a very funny concept for a movie. Ryan Reynolds is a funny guy, so I could see this being funny. Um, I don't know if he's going to star in it or not, because if not, I mean, I really want to see Macaulay Culkin do this. It would be too good. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I think Ryan Reynolds would work in, the, in this in this sort of thing as well. Uh, there is a rumor going around that Enter the Dragon, the classic Bruce Lee movie, will be remade. Uh, director David Leitch is in talks. Uh, he is the director of John Wick, Atomic Blonde, and Deadpool 2. Uh, I feel like if anyone's going to do it, this is probably the guy. He, I mean, he does fight scenes so well. His choreography, I, I mean, I know he's not the fight choreographer, but he, he has an eye for it. And obviously he has an attention to detail that is needed to remake a classic kung fu movie like that. Uh, as for remaking a Bruce Lee movie, I mean, everything else gets remade. This could be good. I don't think it's a necessary reboot, but it could still be good. Uh, Nickelodeon's uh, 90s cartoon Rugrats is getting multiple remakes. Uh, they're doing a 26-episode season of a Nickelodeon animated series, which I do think is necessary, because it is a massive IP. Everyone is fond of this show from the 90s, but today's children don't know it, because, you know, it's not on anymore. So, yeah, give them a new one. Uh, you, I don't think anyone has the right to be mad about this, because this is not for you, this is for the kids. And if you happen to like it, then that's even better. They're also doing a Paramount movie featuring a mixture of live action and CGI characters. Which is something that I really don't enjoy most of the time. But again, it's not for me, so I don't really have any right getting pissed off about it. Um, it is what it is. They're bringing back a show that kids loved for today's kids. So, all the power to them. Uh, Zombieland 2 is officially happening. Release date of October 11th, 2019. This makes a lot of sense. Um, beloved horror comedy. A lot of people enjoy this. I, I do enjoy it, but I just didn't enjoy it as much as, say, Shaun of the Dead or, uh, some of these other horror comedies that stood out to me. Uh, but, I mean, it was a lot of fun, so I will definitely be seeing it. Uh, I think the original cast is all coming back. Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, uh, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin. I think I got that right. I forgot to write it down. So, uh, Speaking of horror, Creepshow is getting a TV series. Uh, it's going to be a Shudder original series released in 2019. And it's being run by Greg Nicotero of Walking Dead. And before you get your backs up there, listen, I don't like The Walking Dead that much. I'm not a fan. But Greg Nicotero is an excellent special effects makeup artist. And that's his side of it. That's what he's doing here. He's not directing. He's not writing. He is overseeing it and doing the special effects. And that is perfect. That's exactly the role he needs to have in this. Uh, I'm excited for this because as much as there are fucking dozens of horror anthologies these days, 
Creepshow, in my, for my money, is the greatest horror anthology to ever exist. I love uh, both of them, Creepshow and Creepshow 2. Uh, of course, the first being a little bit better because Stephen King had a bigger hand in it, and Greg uh, George Romero directing. Of course, uh, it just it makes sense with American Horror Story and, and uh, what are some of these other fucking horror anthologies that are on today? I can't even remember the names of them. There, there's there are a dime a dozen. I'm not saying they're not good, but there's there's a lot of them with with the popularity in the horror anthology. I mean. Of course, Creepshow would come back. I mean, of course, it makes too much sense, right? Uh, so I will definitely be watching that, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, sci-fi fans rejoice the Dune uh, remake reboot. I, I don't know what to call it. They're making another Dune movie. Uh, as much as the original has a fan base, I've heard it is nowhere near the book it, it's very it's not a fair adaptation so acclaimed director Denis Villeneuve uh, best known for Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival is going to be directing this um, it apparently will only cover the first half of the Frank Herbert novel and the only cast member we know of is Timothy Chalamet best known for Call Me By Your Name I I think this is going to be good. This dude knows how to do sci-fi. Um, like, he is a hell of a filmmaker. And I'm very interested in this because, like, I haven't, I've never got around to reading the book or seeing the original uh, David Lynch movie. But it's one of those, th one of those novels that, uh, there's always been a cry for a more, uh, a, be a better, well-done version. Um, and I think this guy's gonna do it. Uh, let's see. MTV has announced a bunch of fucking reboots. Uh, they're gonna kick off the launch of MTV Studios, which is a new branch of the network for streaming and subscription-based uh, film and TV. They're rebooting the real world, <laughs> which... <laughs> Sure, why not, I guess. Uh, they're going to be doing a, another animated Aeon Flux. And the biggest one, they're bringing back Daria. Which uh, was a very, very fucking great show in its day. Uh, I don't know, some people are a little pissed off about this. I don't see why. I mean, it's an animated show. So it, I can't see why it won't be... like If they get the right people behind it, I can't see why it wouldn't be good. Um, I'd watch more Daria. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Neil Blomkamp, director of District 9, Elysium, and Chappie, is apparently working on a new Robocop. And this is another one that I'm going to defend. People are going to say, oh, God, they just rebooted Robocop. Uh, why would they do it again? Here's the thing. This sequel is not just them saying, oh, let's make another one. Uh, apparently, when the original RoboCop was written, the same room of writers that wrote that script wrote a sequel. Like, back in 1987, the script was written for a sequel to RoboCop. I mean, I know we got a RoboCop 2, but it was not that one. 
the only reason this was not made is not but because of any uh, any reasons due to the the quality. Uh, there was a writer strike, and because of the writer strike, they couldn't get paid properly, and so on. I don't know the political issues here, but this script just sat around for the last fucking Jesus. What is that now? Thirty years. Yeah, this, this sat around for 30 years, and Neil Blomkamp got his hands on it and said, I want to make this. So, fucking yes. Um, the guy like, the guy makes excellent sci-fi. Chappie, District 9, like, these are fucking great movies. Um, he makes gritty, harsh just rough looking sci-fi and put him with a script that was penned by the original writers of RoboCop this is like I'm I'm not only defending it and saying it might not be bad I think this is going to be fucking amazing if this is as good as it looks on paper this is going to be fucking amazing I don't think people should be mad about this I think people should be fucking excited like oh man um Last reboot, last one I want to talk about, the biggest one, the one that's been taken over the internet. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is coming back to TV. Uh, it's not exactly going to be Buffy, though, because apparently it's more of a sequel series set 20 years later, and it's going to feature a different Vampire Slayer, but I guess in the same universe. Uh, I, I do have high hopes for this. Not being the biggest, uh, not that I'm not a Buffy fan, I just never really got around to watching much of it. I need, it's high on the list of shit to finally get around to watching. Uh, but the, the showrunner, I forget her name now, I, I forgot to write down her name. Um, she penned a letter to fans saying how she grew up watching Buffy. She has been a lover of this show for a long time, and she wants to do right by the universe, by the fans. She doesn't want to recast or recreate any of these characters. Um, and it's just going to be following a new Vampire Slayer, and and it's going to be more of a love letter to the original series, which, I mean, that I think that's the way to do it. Uh, so this could be good. I know people are, are uppity. I know people get re get their backs up about reboots and sequels and so on. But um, I think people. I think it's in the right hands. I really do. Okay. Uh, last little bit of news to get around to here in a very long dropout report. It's gonna. This is longer than most of them are gonna be because we've been off for so long that I just have to catch up. And of course. It's not going to be Jedi Dropouts unless we talk about Star Wars. Uh, the cast has been revealed for Star Wars Episode Nine, and there's a lot to take away from it. Uh, Naomi Aki, who apparently was, I guess, in Doctor Who. I don't know her at all. She is confirmed to appear in some role. Uh, all the usual players are here. Everyone you'd expect. John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, and Adam Driver, and that whole gang. Uh, Richard E. Grant will be appearing in some role. He's uh, best known for Logan, Game of Thrones, Dracula. And here's where it gets real interesting. Um, 
Mark Hamill is in the film. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched The Last Jedi yet, but uh, Luke died. So it's that's interesting. It's big news to say that Mark Hamill is in the film. Uh, also appearing will be Carrie Fisher, which is interesting since she died before Episode Eight came out. Um, they've announced that they will be using unused footage to properly send off Princess Leia and Carrie Fisher. And the one that is most exciting to me, Billy D. Williams is in this movie as Lando Calrissian. Oh boy, uh, this is fucking exciting. This is so cool. I love it. I love it. Um... Also rumored is Carrie Russell. She might appear somewhere along the lines. And the last rumor I want to get to here, uh, Richard E. Grant, confirmed to be in the movie. Don't know who he's playing, but the rumors, again, rumors, take this with a grain of salt, but the word is he might be playing Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ooh. Anyone who knows the extended universe here is going to be real excited about And you look at this guy and he looks like Thrawn. It looks right. Um, and speaking of which, the last piece of news to talk about today, the most exciting for a lot of people, Star Wars The Clone Wars is coming back. Uh, Comic-Con, they made an announcement, uh, 12 episodes are coming it's been cancelled for five years and the Clone Wars are coming back. Rejoice, people. It's a big day. Uh, and with that, that uh, sums up the dropout report for today. Um, took a while to get around to. Took a while to get through because of all the news. There's been a lot to talk about. Um, I think I'm going to try and do these maybe every two weeks or so. Something along those lines. Uh, and the next Jedi Dropouts will be releasing next week, less than a week from this. Um, so get ready, get excited. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been the Jedi Dropout Report. Uh, as always, you can listen to other episodes of the Dropout Report, the main podcast, Jedi Dropouts, the anime spinoff, Final Form. And all the other stuff that we do over at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcast, be it iTunes or Google Play, over on YouTube, we got stuff going on. Um, make sure to follow us on all of our social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. We always got something going on. Uh, you can go follow James over on YouTube and Twitch. He's putting up video games, uh, video game play stuff. He's got. Uh, trailer reactions. He's got all kinds of stuff going on over there. Uh, we got we got a lot of gears working here. Um, and stay tuned because we've got exciting announcements. We got a lot of stuff coming up here. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun this uh, to finish off our second season here over the next six months. We're going to be doing some cool stuff. Um, thanks again for listening and. I don't remember if I did a sign-off in the last one, so uh, keep your stick on the ice. Later!